0: Welcome to the Life Church of Kansas City podcast. Please consider following, sharing, and supporting by giving at tlckcmo.com. May you be blessed by the word of God. I want to give a special recognition to my dad, my pastor, my bishop, Stan Gleason, for the amen. His amazing leadership and vision for this conference that began back in the 90s. And I'm glad to know, amen, that the mantle is still falling. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. It's still being passed. And I am so looking forward to hearing the word of the Lord from evangelist Caleb Herring. Amen. One of the best. Love his preaching so much. God is in this place, and a great impartation is going to fall upon us tonight for apostolic ministry. As you remain seated, reading to you from the book of Numbers, chapter number 20, verse 25, take Aaron and Eleazar his son, bring them up to Mount Or. strip Aaron of his garments and put them on Eleazar his son, for Aaron shall be gathered to his people and die there. So Moses did just as the Lord commanded. And they went up to Mount Ur in the sight of all the congregation. Moses stripped Aaron of his garments and put them on Eliezer, his son. And Aaron died there on top of the mountain. Then Moses and Eliezer came down from the mountain. Over into the New Testament. John chapter number 19. In verse number 23, John 19, in verse 23. Then the soldiers, when they had crucified Jesus, took his garments and made four parts to each soldier apart, and also the tunic. The tunic was without seam, woven from the top in one piece. They said, therefore, among themselves, let us not tear it, But cast lots for it, whose it shall be that the scripture might be fulfilled, which says they divided my garments among them and my clothing, they casted lots. Therefore, the soldiers did these things. And from this text, I would like to speak tonight imparting the priestly garments, imparting the priestly garments. Praise the Lord. Amen. We don't have time to get into all the details of the Levitical priesthood, but it'd be all right if I did. God would move if I did. Amen. There's something into it. And, uh, but just to summarize, the priestly garments, although very complicated, had one simple message, and that was to represent holiness and purity before the Lord. The Levites wore a robe of linen, the high priest especially, his robe was extra special. At the bottom of that linen robe, there were bells attached to it so that anytime time he would walk in the holy place or the holy of holies, it was always to alert God's presence that a man was approaching. And here tonight, you and I, as kings and priests of the Lord, we didn't come to be quiet in the presence of God, but to make some noise and let God know we're here to praise you. Amen. Praise God. He wore a diadem, a turban on his head, and written upon it was holiness unto the Lord to show God that we do not come representing worldliness or ungodliness, but we represent holiness unto the Lord. And you and I have come in modest dress. You and I have come, amen, representing distinction between genders and all of those things because you and I have been made kings and priests. In the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. He had on an ephod representing 12 precious stones, 12 stones representing the 12 tribes of Israel to show God that we will not be absent from your presence, but our names, amen, we present before you. And you and I don't so much have the stones or the ephod upon us, but we've got something even better. Our names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Amen. He already knows our name. Praise God. And there also he had the ephod and the breastplate. And inside of that breastplate, that little pouch, were two stones called the Orim and the Thummim. And these stones were said to be stones that would give the priest... Direct insight from God. What direction to take and where to go and what to do. Well, Reem and Thummim simply mean truth and light. And you and I so much don't walk around with little stones in our pockets and ask God for questions on where do I do or where do I go or does she love me or does he love me or anything like that. But you can go directly for God for he is the one, amen, that brought truth and light to us and he can give us direction. Praise the Lord. And we come to God, amen, dressed just like this as priest, to represent, amen, noise and applause and sound in the presence of the Lord, representing holiness, representing, amen, the name of Jesus and our names that are written in heaven and also contacting him to receive truth and light. Although I am talking to you about the Old Testament, you and I are not far from it, for what was then has been fulfilled through the Lord Jesus Christ inside of our lives now take a moment with me in your mind and go back to the old time in the old testament Aaron was the first high priest that was consecrated and he had this diadem and this linen robe and the bells and 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 the, the ephod and the breastplate and the stones and all of those things upon him It is said that when he was consecrated, they washed him in water. Moses washed him in water right in front of the temple. And then he poured oil all upon his head, all on that turban, all down his beard and into his clothing. And he was now consecrated and made holy to represent Israel before God. It was this high priest. There was no high priest. There was no remission of sins. If there was no high priest, there was no redemption or no reconciliation. If there was no high priest, you could not stay the wrath of God. But because of a high priest, the Lord's mercy upon the mercy seat would fall upon that high priest and all of Israel. They were able to win wars because they had a man that could represent them before God. They were able to have good crops and to have good marriages and to have good lives and blessed living because they had somebody who would step inside of the presence of God and make atonement for their sins. But the priest was also a man and mankind was cursed with death because mankind ate of something that God said, do not eat of. God said, the day that you eat of that tree, you will die in that day. One day with the Lord is how many years? Thousand years. And since that time, no man has ever lived to be a thousand years before the Lord. All died. All died. And the day came for Moses. Moses to speak to Aaron and say the Lord has spoken to me that your time is coming to an end and the Lord has told me to take you and your son your heir your successor up to the mountain and there you're going to die and Aaron held his peace submitted to the man of God submitted to the Lord and they walked up there before he died Aaron took the Moses took the garments off of Aaron put him on his son Eleazar and there Aaron Died. The same garments that were washed in the labor of water at the tabernacle are now on Eleazar. The same garments that oil dripped down from that head covering down his garments is upon Eleazar. The great stones, the Urim and Thummim that they would use to get direction from God, and the breastplate representing all of Israel in one moment in one single time, they're all transferred now to Eleazar. Eleazar then served as the high priest. And this became the pattern for all the high priests. None of them lived forever, but they would transfer these special garments and these special clothing down from generation from generation to high priest. From Aaron to Eleazar to Phinehas, Abishui, Bukai, Uzai, Eli, Ahitub, Ahijah, Ahimelech, Abiathar, Zadok, Amaias, Azariah, Joash, many Hebrew names. <laughs> I could go on and on and on. There were 69 of them. The last of the few being Ishmael ben Fabus, Eleazar ben Ananias, Simon ben Camithus, and then one you have probably heard of, Joseph Caiaphas. Caiaphas the high priest from Aaron to Caiaphas the high priest in the day of our Lord there were 69 high priests at that time there were many priests in the land and some of them became very discouraged with the corrupt uh, priest order one of them probably being John the baptizer who dwelt down in the wilderness probably with many many other discouraged priests These priests would call out the inconsistencies and the hypocrisy of the priests. And John had one powerful message as a priest. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And one day a man came down and he said, There stands one among you who you do not even know. Him I'm not even worthy to untie his shoes. I'm not even worthy to unloose his sandals. But that man stepped down and John sought and bore witness that this was the Son of God, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And he brought him down in the water because it was to fulfill all righteousness. And friends, if Jesus said, I need to be baptized to fulfill all righteousness, how much more so should you and I be baptized properly to fulfill all righteousness? Praise God. But in that moment, although Jesus knew no sin coming up out of the water, something transferred from the priesthood, the Levite John, to Jesus who was of Judah. He brought him into the priesthood with that baptism. And the voice that spoke over him from heaven was God's favor and his approval. And at that moment, Jesus accomplished two things that any priest that was being consecrated would happen. And that was to be washed in water and to be anointed by Almighty God. Although our Lord did not walk around with a high priest turban, and the breastplate, and the ephod, and all of the bells. But there was even something more deeper and powerful in his garments. It was the healing virtue of the Lord Jesus Christ. The healing virtue of the Holy Spirit. Zechariah prophesied that Messiah, when he comes, would have healing in his garments. And there one day was a woman with an issue of blood crawled as low as she could through the crowd just to get to Jesus and to get a hold of the hem of his clothing, the border of his garment. In that moment, she was completely healed of her infirmity. It says many who were demon-possessed and had all kinds of illnesses just through the touching of the garment of the Lord Jesus Christ. The sicknesses left, the demons left. I've come to tell you, amen, that even God's clothing has power inside of it. Praise God. And so there Jesus is, in his clothing that he had been baptized in, clothing that had healing inside of it, standing before the 69th high priest, Caiaphas, and they accuse him falsely of blasphemy. They question him, and Jesus just gave simple answers, none of which broke the law at all. But because of envy and because of jealousy, that corrupt priesthood condemned him to death. And you read it in your Bible, what does Caiaphas do? Something that the priests were forbidden to do, and that was tear your garments. It was a sign of showing great remorse. And when he heard the answers of Jesus, he tore his garments. Or in other words, he stripped himself of his garments. You know what happened there in that moment? The priesthood from Caiaphas jumped on the Lord Jesus Christ, just like Aaron to Eleazar, making him the 70th priest before the Lord for all the sins of humanity. They take this Jesus with healing power in his clothes, and they lead him up a hill, just like Aaron was led up a hill with Eleazar. They put him on the cross on that hill. And it says they stripped him. They parted his garments. He was exposed there on that cross. And who got the garments? It was not any of the disciples. It was not any of the apostles. But it was Gentile soldiers. And there was one of them holding probably the prayer shawl, the seamless garment of God. And he looked at a man who just seemed to be normal up there on a cross. He saw him as he was suffering, could hardly catch his breath. But he saw him cry out with a loud voice, heard a loud voice. You've studied crucifixion. Nobody can cry out with a loud voice on a cross. But he screamed and cried out, it is finished. So loud that all of Jerusalem could hear it. Supernaturally, probably the whole world maybe have heard it in that moment. And he saw the sky darkened. And the earth began to quake and the graves began to open as he held the garment of Jesus Christ. And he testified and said that Roman centurion, truly, this is the Son of God. It started by receiving a garment. It didn't just stop there. The veil of the temple, which the Hebrew called the garment of God. That was the Hebrew's name for that veil, the garment of God. It was the only clothing there inside of that temple. It was what God wore. It was what covered the Holy of Holies. And what happens in that moment, it tears wide open as a sign from the Holy Spirit that what was inside of there is no longer concealed, but it has been torn wide open. And all of the priestly garments of God are now going to be put on a holy people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. That's the impartation of the priest's garment that's on us here tonight. Oh, can you clap your hands unto the Lord? Praise God. I know the power is in the name, I know the power is in the word, the power is in the spirit. But I believe through apostolic patterns and typologies, there are power amen that God sticks to actual things places books letters anointing oil and yes garments you read about it in Acts the apostle Paul couldn't get to everybody so he said if I can't go my clothes can go if the anointing could go from Aaron to Eleazar all the way down to Jesus Christ and on to me. Amen, that same succession, I now put it upon my clothes and it worked. People who needed healing were healed. People who needed devils cast out of them just through the touching and the prayers of a piece of cloth. That is how powerful the Lord is. Amen. You may not be able to get to them, but your text message could be somebody's miracle. You may not be able to get to them, amen, but your DM could be somebody's miracle. Amen. It's time for the apostolic church to rise and say, I can't get there, but my God can get there through something that I sin, praise the Lord. all stand together tonight young people in this room you will receive a cloth some of you may look at that and say oh I needed a new washcloth (laughs) it's not what this is this is a holy cloth men and women of God have prayed over these things that whoever picks one of these up apostolic ministry would fall upon them Gifts of the Spirit would manifest in their life. That people would begin to see visions and have dreams to reach their generation. That is what this is. For years to come, when you hold it, when you see it, remember where you were passing the mantle 2022. Somebody spoke a word over you. Somebody prayed over you. And you were never the same. Like Bishop already said, amen. Missionaries are going to be called to nine. That anointed is on this garment. Preachers are going to be called tonight. That anointed is on this garment. I have had this tie since the 1990s. I'm kind of stuck. (laughs) Now, a very special person gave me this tie Evangelist Eli Hernandez this time and I've kept it in my closet and I like to wear it from time to time he's passed away now he's in heaven I will never forget when I was about 11 or 12 years old he prayed over me and he said Lord I ask you to open this young man's eyes to the spirit world and it happened it was only a few months after that I was in a holy ghost crusade a great man of God by the name of Billy Cole was there and he was preaching amen for people to get the Holy Ghost. And I was down there in the altar ready for pray, to pray for people to receive the Holy Ghost. It was the first time my eyes were open to the spirit world. And I saw as Brother Cole began to speak the word of faith. You may think I'm crazy. I'm not. You may think I'm weird. I'm not. Because everything with God is normal. And it's sound. I saw what looked like Stars come out of brother cole's mouth when he said in jesus name receive you the holy ghost and the whole auditorium and the altar filled up with those stars amen and many people received the gift of the holy ghost that night it all started because a man of god who possessed the ability and the gifting to see things in the spirit and to have visions and dreams laid his hand upon me and gave me a tie and said what i have you're good enough to have it You're worthy enough to have it. What I do, I want you to do. And he's given me that tie, amen, and I wear it, amen. Believing God, amen, in the faith of his servant, Eli Hernandez. That's what this is for tonight. Powerful men of God and women of God have laid their hands upon these so that you could have, amen, a portion of apostolic ministry. That's why what we do tonight is so special. Because what was imparted from Moses to Aaron to Eleazar all the way down to Caiaphas was imparted to Jesus. It was then imparted to Peter, James, and John, the disciples. And through Jesus' name, baptism, and the infilling of the Spirit, you and I have the same anointing as any priest would ever have, only greater. (laughs) Praise God. Praise God. amen. Why don't you prepare your heart right now for what's about to happen. Let's all raise our hands unto the Lord and say, I'm ready for apostolic impartation. I'm ready for God's great anointing to fall on me tonight. Hallelujah.